The opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Autumn is in full swing, and I love it. I'm loving every minute of it, I must say. Well, it's been a strange year and a half, as we all know, for the entire world. Um, But it's also had a dramatic impact on the fashion world. And um, I feel like this season is, I'm I'm mentioning the, the obvious, because I feel like this season is the first season we're seeing designers react to the current climate. Primarily with sort of, you know, a lot of optimism, a lot of hope and inspiration. And what I mean by that is we're, we're you know, that we're seeing them react to it. Not that they didn't before, but now we're actually seeing collections change. And um, they're kind of uh, showing us now what they've been designing all this time, you know, during this stay-at-home time, during the whole, during the whole pandemic, basically. And so now we're actually getting to see what they've been up to. And, um, you know... Lots of lively colors. I think there's been a bit of a uh, reinterpretation on essentials, which is always good. Um, And I think it's not just in women's ready-to-wear, but it's in men's too. So I wanted to talk about men's today. Yay. I feel like I always talk about women's. (laughs) Sorry, guys. There's just, you know, ladies, women's world, women's clothing, women's fashion. We just have a lot more. So therefore, there's a lot more to talk about. And um, not that men's isn't just as interesting, but women's, we've got more options. So um, lots of lots of different things. But I wanted to share with you a few trends seen on the runways. Um, You know, in the past few weeks, we're, we're now rolling into resort wear. It's starting to come out. Believe it or not, I know that tends to come out in November and December. Um, so some, you know, I also feel like with this whole shipping debacle, there's lots of changes in the supply chain and also in deliveries and then what we're seeing in stores. So many stores are on track. Many stores are not. This is what I'm seeing. And I'm in and out of a lot of stores and a lot of studios and a lot of um you know, designer areas, spaces, and whatnot. So a lot of showrooms. So basically, it's interesting how it used to be kind of all the same. And this time of year is usually, okay, they've gotten rid of the summer, they've gotten rid of the beginning of their fall stuff, they're deep into what they call sometimes they call fall two, which is just more fall clothing, they're they're getting in all the winter things, and then there's usually in like again like November we start to see resort wear, which is basically you know just clothes you could wear on vacation, but they're not they're not necessarily summer clothing if that makes any sense at all. Sometimes it's a color, sometimes it's a pattern, sometimes it's just like a mini collection that kind of fits in. Um, so yeah, so. So there's that. Um, I've been seeing a difference, though. I've been seeing a little bit more things are streamlined and not so different. Um, I've been seeing, like, collections kind of uh, are more unified, I guess, as opposed to, like, this collection is very different from this one. I'm seeing a lot of that. Um, And, again, I am seeing in both men and women's worlds lots and lots and lots of color. This makes me happy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think we all need it. Whether you wear color or not, or maybe you have um, a colorful home, or maybe not. Maybe you've got all beige walls. Nothing wrong with that. I just think seeing color in different spaces that we're in, um, it definitely impacts us. You know, I always say color evokes emotion. And whether you realize it or not, um, and I think it's important to acknowledge that there are certain colors that are more calming. There are certain colors that are more exciting or fiery. Um, so keeping that in mind, I think it's important that we see color in, in combinations, uh, in collections that are up and coming. So, okay, let's get to men's. So here's what I've been seeing. And again, it's a twist on, on essentials. That's what I'm calling it. So leather. Okay, you say, well, there's nothing new to leather, Tina. Right. However, it's now worn year-round, okay? So let's get down to that. In fact, today I'm wearing a trench coat. It's a vegan leather trench coat. And great, because guess what? I can wear it. First thing, Bob, you said to me was, is it vegan? I said, yes. And I said, okay, because it's going to rain tonight. <laughs> right, <laughs> which is exactly why I wore it. So love the fact that you can now wear leather in the rain. So vegan leather. By the way, I was looking up once again. I knew this, but I forgot. And I couldn't remember the exact um, difference. I was looking up again the difference between vegan leather and what, you know, and like faux leather. Because oh. there is a difference. Oh. There's a difference. Yeah. It's really uh, without, I mean, I could probably spend a whole show on it. So without getting too deep into it, it's basically the vegan leather is sustainable. So it's, you know, the faux leather is usually like plastic, which obviously is it's not biodegradable. Oh. It's right. And then where it comes from and how it's made and all that stuff. So that's the difference. Because I thought a lot of places use the vegan thing as like their branding. And I'm like, is it really? Or is it kind of just polyurethane? Or is it just some other, you know, some other kind of uh, material? So vegan meaning it's made with plants. Correct. Or, or yeah, some sort of something that's biodegradable. Right. Yeah. And also sustainable. So where it's made in the factory, how it's made, it's up to standard. It's, you know, all that stuff and how it's shipped. I, I'm, I'm guessing. Wow. So vegan has to mean a lot of things where faux leather doesn't. It really could just be anything. It's just not leather. And but it looks like leather. Correct. Or And or feels like leather. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. I have to tell you, this jacket I'm wearing today is, you have to see it. You have to feel it. Well, I had to ask you because it looks it's like real leather. It's buttery soft, yeah, yeah, and it does. It's made really well. And I have another one that's a beige color. I got a neutral, and this one is red, of course. It's a red, but it's an <laughs> What's interesting red? of course. <laughs> well, I say, you know, as in not not. Neutral. (laughs) Color. You know, I love color. Red. Um, Yeah. So that was the difference, the main the main difference. And you can really read up a lot about that. All you have to do is put in the search engine, you know, vegan leather versus non-vegan or faux leather or what's the difference? What is vegan leather? It breaks it down. Very interesting. So leather, worn year round. The newest twist is extra long coats. Now, this is in the men's world. I've seen this Ladies, we have this already. So extra long coats. So very matrix looking I've seen on the runway. Very matrix looking. I like it. I like it. I think, um, you know, you may think, oh, you've got to be a certain, you've got to wear a certain style. I don't think so. I think you just have to have the guts. <laughs> so, because you could be wearing anything underneath. You could just be wearing a flannel and jeans and then put on this extra long leather coat and uh, it's something new. You know, it's something different. Also seen on the runway, sweaters. Again, you say, well, that's not new. The new twist is big geometric oversized prints and 
oversized silhouettes. So kind of slumpy, oversized, slouchy. You know, this is going to be specific, I think, a specific customer, just like it is in the women's world. Not everybody likes the oversized baggy jean. Not everybody likes the oversized boyfriend blazer. Um, you know, for me, I say, yeah, it's going to depend. It's it's definitely a more casual look, so it's not going to be necessarily office appropriate or, you know, I think it's got to suit your personality. But big geometric prints were everywhere. It reminded me of the 80s, honestly. It definitely reminded Right away, I saw, like, you know, the 80s sweaters that I remember guys used to wear with big, giant prints. Cardigan style or not? Not. Uh-huh. Crew neck. Okay. Crew neck. And then I saw a lot of a color. Guess which one? Red. Correct. <laughs> you <laughs> ding, got ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, red in every shade, though. So, um it's interesting how it was more prominent in the men's men's world as well. It's it's in women's as well, but you know, in men's usually we see like burgundies, we see darker tones because you know that can mix well with suiting and lots of more formal wear. Um, but I saw every shade. I saw brighter. I saw in between. So um, you know, guys, don't be afraid of color. How are you going to wear it? You're going to ground it with a neutral. I always say that. So it's not you don't have to wear head to toe red. It could be one piece just one piece it could be the shirt underneath your vest the shirt underneath your sweater a t-shirt underneath your jacket it could be anything could be just one piece of red and any shade think about it and you know I always say um, everyone can wear every color it not everyone can wear every shade you've just got to find the the right shade so and that's that can be challenging you know always will say you know if someone says to me I can't wear yellow I understand completely where you're coming from because there's so many shades of yellow. So I don't look good in mustard yellow. I don't look Mm. good with things with like a brown. I've got to go for a brighter yellow Mm. because there's a lot of yellow in my skin. So that's just the example. But everyone can wear every color. You've just got to find the right shade, a cool tone, a warm tone, et cetera. So red. Um, Also seen on the runways in the men's world. I love this one. but This is a little bit, um, this is probably more expected, a varsity jacket. So definitely the collegiate trend is in the clear in the women's world. We're seeing lots of prep school vibes. They're calling it lots of plaids, lots of check, lots of blazers with little crests, um, and the a varsity jacket. I love this. This is um, definitely a, probably a younger look, but you could do it. Here's how it could be more sophisticated. Now, I don't know if this exists. I'm actually making this up in my head, but I could see it. Okay, picture Ralph Lauren's store. Ralph Lauren does a varsity jacket for men's. And it's more like a bomber jacket. So I picture dark black leather sleeves. I picture the middle as kind of that wool, like a varsity jacket would be. It snaps. It comes to the waist. Probably doesn't have any patches or anything on it. It's just a more sophisticated varsity jacket, but more almost like a bomber jacket. It's like a mix. Mm-hmm. And I pi- that's how I picture someone like Ralph Lauren would do it. And, and a leather collar or leather-like collar. Yes. But not a puffed up collar. Correct. Okay. Yeah. See, you got it. You got it right. I'm glad you got now, my vision. <laughs> did, have you seen the new um, um, coats that they're going to be giving to the uh, Olympic people, the American Olympic uh, team? Yes. Well, which it's, ones are you referring it's to? It's kind of a plaid uh, or, or a striped pattern. 
Yes. Surprising. Red and blue. Yes. Very interesting. For the Winter Olympics. Yeah, when you, had, when you said plaid before, I was, that reminded me I'd seen that. I yes. was like, ooh. Yeah, I just different. saw a picture. Yeah, the group, a group of models, I guess, mm. that were modeling those coats. Yeah. Um, I know, and I liked it, I must say. Yeah. But, you know, I always like a plaid. Um, so, yeah, so the collegiate trend. But, again, a varsity jacket doesn't have to be literal. That's my point, I guess. You know, on the runway, it's often literal, but that is the kind of the designer's vision. And then it sort of trickles down and filters down through the masses and through into the, the you know, bigger stores and chain stores. And it doesn't have to be literal. So that's how I imagine maybe Ralph Lauren would do a varsity jacket. And then call it a varsity jacket, but you don't have to call it that, right? Um, so I love, I do love this. I do love this. I think this is great, like weekend wear. I think it's great. Um, you know, even for every day, it's a sportier version, a sportier jacket. You know, some of those jackets can be really quite thick, so they could be lined. They could be, um, a good, you know, not a dead of winter kind of jacket, but it could be, you know, you could wear it in the cold depending on how you layer it. I actually like this idea. I kind of want a varsity jacket. <laughs> you know, I really have been shopping quite a bit. You know, this is one of my secrets. I always, it's a secret, but I share it all the time. Shop the men's department, ladies, because they're, by the way, this sweater vest I have on right now, it's from the men's department. So, oh. Yeah. So, so how did you figure your size, though? I just get a small. Oh. Just kind of, you know, it's usually small, medium, large. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's not like I'm buying pants or a jacket where it's a number. Yeah. For you, that it wouldn't be that difficult to right. small, obviously. Yeah. I just get yeah. small. Yeah. Sometimes, now, it's funny, I went shopping with a friend of, of uh, my husband and I, a gentleman that works for my husband. Um, he always wants me to help him shopping you know basically i give him my services for free and and i hope he's listening and so no it is my pleasure to help him and he's very fun to go shopping with and we went just two weeks ago into brooks brothers and um you know he was trying on clothing so while i was looking around seeing if there was anything for my husband and i actually bought two items i bought a sweatshirt and i bought a i guess you would call it a rugby shirt so it's the collared shirt with buttons and then long sleeve and it's got the stripes horizontal stripes it's called like a rugby shirt i didn't buy them for my husband though i bought them for myself <laughs> they were that no and i was like he my husband wouldn't like them the one was pink and green and the rugby shirt was really cool had a white collar. I just loved it. It looked, I liked the striped. It looked kind of preppy to me. Um, it was oversized. I wear it with leggings underneath. And I thought, oh, that's a cute way to jazz up leggings so I don't look like, you know, I'm going to yoga. Um, and then the sweatshirt was a sweatshirt. So I just bought, um, I actually bought a medium, not a small, because it was meant to be oversized. And it was really cute. It had a, it has like a, sh- a lamb. I think it's a lamb on the front of it. And the lamb is wearing ties, like men's ties. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They told me the story about the, the lamb or the sheep, whatever he is. He was kind of dressed up in like, I think he has a vest on with a men's tie. But it was really cute. And um, I tried it on with just a button-down shirt underneath it and, and leggings and boots, like hiking boots. And I, it was great weekend wear. So mm. my point is, always look, ladies. Um, all right, so back to my list. Ski wear has been seen on the runways at well. What do, what, as well. What do I mean by that? Sort of technical materials like nylon um, that are basically, it's not just for the slopes anymore. So jackets that are techy, made of different fabrics that are going to keep you warm while you're out in the elements but look good. I always think of like Under Armour, that whole brand, and that whole, you know, and like the... Um, 
gosh, I know there's a name for it, that material, that the moisture wicking stuff, you know, that stuff like dry fit or something, I think it's called. Okay. That's what Nike's is. Yeah, they all have their own name for it, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it wicks away the sweat. Hydrophilic? No. Polypropylene. Oh. That was originally what polypropylene was supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Bob comes in with for the win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, you know, but you know what I mean. Yes. So they've got a lot of that kind of techie stuff in ski wear and it's now just not it's not just for skiing on the slopes now. So we're seeing a lot more of that, a lot more of jackets that have that that aren't dedicated ski jackets. Um, which again I always love. And then oh, is this last? I mean yeah, uh, no, two more. So the sweater vest, which I happen to be wearing one today, um, not planned. And uh, more contemporary versions. So I have an over-the-head V-neck and black, and I've just got a white button-down shirt that's oversized with it. I have it on with leggings and boots and um, my trench coat. Boy, those boots. <laughs> Very military-looking. Very military. These They're... are actually Stuart Weitzman's. And oh. I have to tell you, I get stopped everywhere I go oh. by women and um, sometimes men, too asking me who makes them. So they are Stuart Weissman. Unfortunately, Stuart is no longer here on the avenue. They um, closed. Yes. But um, you can buy them online. I actually bought them online, and I love them. So they're kind of quilted. They're definitely inspired by Chanel. Chanel does the, does the quilting. And, but they're not the price of Chanel, which is good. And, uh, yeah, it's a military-style lace-up boot and has a nice chunky lug sole, oh, as yes. we all know I oh. love. So, yeah, but this is my running around. But you generally city. love a taller heel. So this That's, is your low shoe. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You you got that right. The, uh, this is my low shoe. So this is probably, I don't know, three inches, I would say. And that's my low, if I were, were to measure. But it's a thick. Plus a, an inch and a half sole. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's my low heel. Yeah. But it's all, you know, even. My he, my foot is not on a, a tilt at all and on an angle. Mm. It's not like I'm wearing a heel. Yep. Um, but I've got to head to the city today. So I've got running around to do. And this is the Smart. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so sweater vest in the men's world, more contemporary. Uh, I saw brighter colors, solids, and even florals in, in the sweater the sweater vest, both in a V-neck style and a crew neck style um, sweater vest. And then last but not least, an upgraded version of a trench coat. So I saw lots of, um, you know, obviously the traditional one is a wardrobe staple, but I saw a lot of leather and a lot of tone on tone and a lot of check. So what I mean is like it would be like light brown with a darker brown, like different shades. Like the sleeves would be one color and the middle panel would be a different color. Um, lots of leather um, and lots of plaids and lots of check trench coats. And I feel like we never really see that in men's. We see it in women's more and more, but we don't really see it often in men's. So um, I saw a lot of that on the runway. So we will be seeing this more and more filter into stores, um, you know, within the next couple of months. So that'll do it. That's my that's my take on what's hot for in the men's world and what we, we will look for and what will be coming out. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, I have Ask the Stylist. I have questions that you've written in and I'm going to ask on air. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. 
By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, I've got Ask the Stylist segment. I've got Q&A for you. So Jenna from Greenwich wrote in. By the way, thank you for writing in. I always appreciate and love reading all your comments and questions. And if you do want to send me a question or a comment or just say hello, you can do that at um, a couple places. So wardrobeenvy.com, stylebytina.com. There's lots of contact me pages. Um, and yeah, just send me your question. And I always I answer everyone, and some of them I answer online. So Jennifer from Greenwich asked, I love the color green and have noticed bright green blazers in stores lately. Not quite sure how to wear it. Okay, so that is because, Jenna, that, color, that specific color green, I know the green you're talking about. Um, I believe it was, I'm pretty sure it's Bottega Veneta, the brand first did it kind of started this trend a few months ago i want to say back in the summer maybe maybe even sooner than that so there is this bright sort of grass green that has been trending and then other stores and other brands have picked it up um as well so that's kind of where the trend started i believe um and um how to wear it it's not the easiest i'll say this green is a hot color right now in general that bright green is a trend so if you really love it get it buy it you can always pair it with a neutral if you don't really love it don't buy it don't waste your time because it is a trend but if you love the color green just find a shade that you love it doesn't have to be that that bright green that we're seeing everywhere i mean i'm seeing it in zara if you see it in zara h&m you know the um Stores that are, you know, the the more affordable stores, you know it's a trend. So there's that. Um, But I would say unless – if you really love it, yes, buy it because then it doesn't matter if it's a trend or not. But if you don't, I wouldn't. Um, But green is – pairs really nicely with any neutral. So some of my favorite color combinations, camel, green, and pale blue, green and beige, green and navy. It's always great no matter what shade. Green and plum. So like a purpley, this is a really nice color, especially when it's a bright green. It'll ground it with a darker color. And green and gray is always kind of more of a safe color, so safe combination um, because it's a neutral. Green, by the way, green and pale blue I really love. Um, And almost any shade of green can work with it. I'm trying to picture one that doesn't. But it's got to be a super, super, super pale blue that almost acts like a neutral And it can be really pretty. So that's my suggestion to you is don't spend a lot on it unless you really, really love it. All right, next question is from Susan from Rye. She said, I recently bought a crocheted sweater secondhand. I love the look, but how can I make it office appropriate? 
First of all, kudos to you for buying second hands. We love that. Um, and I love that you bought a crocheted sweater. So this is often called the granny trend. Um, anything crocheted, it's kind of its nickname. Um, okay, so I'll say this. It's going to depend on the size and proportion of the sweater. So without seeing that or knowing that, because is it a big oversized sweater? Is it a more fitted sweater? Is it a cardigan? Is it a v-neck? So I yeah, kind of need to know that. But Assuming it's just a normal, it's not oversized and it's not cropped and it's just kind of a straight up sweater, I would say um, pair it with a pencil skirt and kind of tuck tuck it in just a little bit. You do like what's called a half tuck. So you kind of take the very front of your sweater and you just tuck it in a little bit to your skirt or your pants and kind of let the rest of it kind of hang casually. Um, I would do that. You could also pair it with just a pair of trousers and a button down underneath. I would layer it and just make it more, whatever you do on the bottom, I would keep very polished and very, um, a little bit more elevated. I wouldn't do jeans. I wouldn't do leggings because then it's just going to be super casual casual. So, um, yeah, I would, I would layer it over a button down shirt and, um, or if it's like a thinner, I don't know if it's super thick, if it's thinner, you can also layer a blazer over it and that can be your underpiece and you can wear the blazer almost, almost as like outerwear. Um, but I would pair it with a pencil skirt or a pair of clean cut, regular side, uh, regular mid height and mid width trousers, like, a, like trousers that you'd wear with a suit, let's say. And that's how I would wear it. But I love that you're shopping secondhand. Uh, okay. Also, Christina from Old Greenwich uh, wrote in and asked, what is your favorite fall staple? My favorite fall staple. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're going to run into the next show. Um, all right. I'll keep it short. I'm going to say – first of all, I can't narrow it down to one thing. But I'm going to say a tweed blazer for sure, because this is like a staple. This isn't just, you know, a trend or not. Um, I'm going to say plaid, anything plaid, plaid trench coat, plaid blazer, plaid pants, plaid skirt, you name it. I'm in. I'm here for plaid. Um, and then I'm also going to say, oh, this is this is a new one that I would say is my favorite for this season. This would be more on trend as opposed to a, a staple is the wide leg vegan leather pants, trousers, let's call them. Um, and I didn't buy, I ha, I do have a pair. I have one pair and I'm looking to get a second pair because they're a different cut. The pair I bought is cropped and a little a slight bell, but it's a crop. So it looks good with, you know, like a high heel and it's like a caramel color. And the other pair I want to get is a black color. So vegan leather, wide leg. They really are nice. They kind of take the place of jeans of if you're wearing like a dressy jean, you can wear this and um, looks great with anything can be worn with a t shirt can be worn with a sweatshirt can be worn with a blazer can be worn with a silk camisole can be worn with a turtleneck, anything on top. It really is, it does take the place of what I would call a dressier jean, or um, and it, and it can still look casual. So it can kind of go either way. Um, yeah, loving that. So that'll do it. Those are all my questions. Um, oh, sorry, I had one more. Sorry, sorry, one more. Laura from Stanford asks, "What's a good alternative to a leather biker jacket for fall?" Ah, uh, that's a good question. I'm going to say a poncho. What about the poncho? Or maybe even like a cashmere wrap. How about something like that? I think you could do a lot with that. Also, I'm loving, by the way, a wax-coated field jacket. And I'll give you a brand. 
Barber, B-A-R-B-O-U-R. It's a British brand. Look into that. It's also loving those lately. All right, more on that, more on jackets and all of the above next week. Thanks for joining me. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. AM 1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Oklahoma administered a lethal injection Thursday to a 60-year-old man, John Marion Grant, who fatally stabbed a prison cafeteria worker 23 years ago. The lethal injection came after the United States Supreme Court in a 5-3 ruling Thursday vacated stays of execution for him and Julius Jones that were put in place a day earlier by the 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Jones's lethal injection is set for November 18th. Just days after President Biden stumped for Virginia governor candidate Democrat Terry McAuliffe, Republican candidate Glenn Youngkin has surged to an eight-point lead in the latest polling in the state. The poll was conducted October 24th through the 27th among 1,212 Virginia registered voters. Game three of the World Series will be played tonight where Major League Baseball banned the All-Star Game. The Atlanta Braves host the Houston Astros with the series nodded at one game apiece in the best of seven. USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. With guidelines and regulations changing by the week, one thing is certain. You need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever. The leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes time. COVID is spiking again. And-